0: Welcome to the Get Emergent Podcast, a podcast that helps with leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. My name is Cindy Massingill,
1: And I'm Ralph Simone.
0: And today we're talking about creating a culture of commitment and accountability at all levels of the organization.
1: Absolutely. Our goal here is to help people mitigate the number of missing conversations that get in the way of strong commitments at all levels of the organization.
0: So what do we mean by missing conversations?
1: I don't follow up with my boss who has had something sitting on his or her desk for weeks that's holding me up from executing an important part of my job or project. And I'm afraid to call him on it. I'm afraid to say, hey, you missed your commitment. What's up?
0: Yes, I. So I had that. I had that situation just two days ago. A client is, um, you know, January is looming. She needs a decision from her boss about something so that she can move forward with a new position that she's creating within the right. organization. They want to go out of the gate strong on Monday, January second. And she can't do anything. She's in a standstill. And I encouraged her to have that conversation. But her resistance was that she had asked about it a couple of times. And the decision maker wants to hold off, wants to hold off. So I encouraged her to have the conversation in a different way, add a little bit of humor, go about it in a different way. We got to have these conversations. It's affecting our own performance.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, if uh, we've talked about this before, if we had a nickel for every time somebody told us, well, you know, but it's my boss and how can I have that conversation? We wouldn't be having this conversation, right? We'd be rich. What we need to do, though, is we need to find a way to help people frame these conversations and have have them because this is very important culturally it is not about you know do as i say people are going to do as we do as leaders and uh, i like to say that nobody is above the law but that's not even what we're talking about nobody is above driving for a culture of commitment and performance and and we want to be able to help all people at all levels have these conversations in a constructive and impactful way
0: this is about managing
1: up absolutely
0: right managing we're not just managing downward to our direct reports we also have as leaders it's inherent in our commitment as leaders to be managing up as well as sideways as well as down
1: so what are we hearing why is this so difficult for people
0: of one idea. I think it's really difficult to give your boss feedback, especially feedback on something that's hindering your performance. I mean, that's why it's important is we need to give this feedback if it is hindering our performance. But I think people have a hard time giving their boss feedback.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting, right? When we, we've done work with the emotional intelligence, 360 feedback, right? And uh, in much of the research, they say that the higher up people go in an organization, the least amount mm-hmm. of meaningful feedback they get. So I think we we actually need to be more aggressive with counterbalancing this lack of feedback because at some level, it's got to be impacting performance.
0: And they have blind spots. We all have blind spots. The uh, I'll tell you the other thing that um, I think is important in this whole manage up or the missing conversations is that. Um, People aren't sure how to share their ideas and they may not be heard either, but they want to they want to share their ideas to influence a decision, a project or something that's going on. How do they do that? How do they how do they share their ideas with people who they look up to higher up in the organization?
1: I, I think part of it and they need to practice. But I think the other part is how would you share those ideas if you were if you were sharing them with a peer with a direct report? You know, with a friend. And I think we have to work at demystifying this paradigm uh, that it's got to be harder to share those ideas of influence or even dissatisfaction or even calling your boss on the carpet. And calling on the carpet is probably the wrong language, but asking them, how about that commitment you made to me to get this to me by. tomorrow how are you making out right mm-hmm. being able to do that so i think we have to demystify it a little bit for people
0: and you reminded me i think uh, uh, the third the third issue that people have with or the third challenge with managing up which you, you just prompted my mind was um what happens when i how do i disagree with management how do i disagree or, or share my dissatisfaction at a decision that was made
1: yes this seems to be a theme this week so i'm not a team player if i disagree Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or i'm not a team player if i question an idea that you had as my boss and i think it's just the opposite being a team player means expressing both your satisfaction debt dissatisfaction is pointing things out perhaps as you said earlier blind spots I think that we we, we owe it to ourselves and to our managers our bosses and the organization and, and and that doesn't mean you don't get behind something that perhaps you didn't totally agree with but if you if you're not heard and if you don't have a, an opportunity to process it I think it's harder to buy in and to get on board
0: mm-hmm. so let's go back to the first one the feedback. Um, you know, I have an idea about how you give feedback to your boss. One of the ways that you can do that, I think, really effectively, is to connect the feedback to how it's influencing your own performance. Mm-hmm. The boss likes to hear about performance. Absolutely, they're focused on performance. Um, you know, there's there's some there's some things that we always have to keep in mind when we have these conversations: being respectful, practicing a little bit of empathy understanding that we might not have all the all the information that the um, people at a higher level of an organization might have some details that we may not be privy to but outside of that connecting offer making a request basing it on uh in the spirit of improving performance
1: i think that's spot on and i think those guidelines those tips are excellent for anybody that's having a follow-up conversation around a miscommitment or around performance Uh, we we teach in one of our courses um, around communicating clearly a four-step process you know an introduction one to two sentences about i'm following up on a on a request i made of you uh two weeks ago And giving examples, that time has passed. I don't have the information. Here's how it's impacting my performance. Maybe even tying it to the larger organizational performance. Uh, you know, making another request. When do you think you could have it to me? Or what else can we do to move this forward? And I think, you know, framing the, the conversation that way, it's it's really targeted at performance. You're not jamming anybody up, you're just looking to make sure. Uh, what gets committed gets done.
0: You just want to get your job done, yeah, right? You want to,
1: and I think your your manager, or your boss, would want you to get your job done as well. And I don't think they'd want to be the impediment to that. I
0: had a client tell me, you know, my boss is late to all our team meetings, and I said, "Well, have you made a request of them?" To show up on time or change the times of the meeting, and they looked at me like I was sideways. But you know, just simple things like that, you can make that request. You can offer. You know, it's not just what you say, but how you say it,
1: right? Absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a um, bedside manner when giving feedback to anybody that helps them hear the message. But but even talking about the, the late, the impact it's having is there are people, myself included, that perceive that this isn't as important to you. Mm-hmm. And, and, if, and if that's not what you're trying to convey, how could we set this thing up so that you can be there on time? Uh, I, I just think that these are the conversations. We, we've got to mitigate the number of missing conversations, and and we, we can't let our perception of chain of command or rank get in the way. I, I remember a story and I told this the other day when I was at Coopers and Library and um, I was running a project and I needed information from like the guru of this um, process worldwide who and he sat in New York City. Well I didn't know enough to know that I, I couldn't just call him and ask for it. So I did. And I showed up to the next meeting. I had the information. These guys go, how did you get it? And I, <laughs> I said, and well, asked. I called them and asked. And they were like dumbfounded. Yeah. They said, yeah. well, you can't do that. I said, well, apparently I can because I did. and And I think sometimes we have these learned... Cultural behaviors, some of them are learned, some of them are made up. that get in the way of just having the sure, conversation. Sure, sure, And to me, I was The advantage
0: like, of being a new employee. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so how would you approach this if you knew it would go well? Or if if you just didn't know any better, you didn't know that you're not supposed to ask somebody to uh, follow through on something they said they would do to you? I mean, see, how ridiculous is that, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a leader, would we want our people to be hesitant Right. To call us on something that we committed to? Right. I, I actually don't think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: What about the other one we were talking about? Um, this idea of managing up, sharing our ideas or being heard. You know, wanting to be part of a decision, influencing a decision.
1: I, I think, uh, you know, being adaptable. And we, we, we've talked about in the past experimenting. Sometimes you may want to say, you know, Qualify, I'm not really sure about this as a way to get into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Other times, you want, may want to be a little more definitive. You know, you want to mix it up a little bit based on the audience. But I think it's, I think we have to be willing to experiment with our approach uh, and see which ones kind of resonate. And they won't always resonate, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, can, could I share my perspective? Schedule a coffee meeting. I'd like to offer some ideas about this project. Would you be willing to hear some different ideas?
1: Sometimes just walking with somebody. And and I think we know from our experience uh, in the car uh, is an opportunity where you can spend time with people informally might be another way to be more influential managing up.
0: I've also, you know, just starting the conversation out by uh, expressing your interest in a project or in a challenge that you know your manager is working on, and saying that you would like to be part of the solution.
1: And, and with that, and I heard this in, in, in your voice, I think having a, a, a sense of intellectual curiosity, being curious about how we could do this different, how I could contribute, and what we could learn from doing it a little different. And I, and I think that's a, another way to be very influential. Uh, within the organization and and in continuing to get people to follow through on, you know, commitments.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the last one, expressing dissatisfaction about a, a decision that was made. You know, how do you how do you do that so that you can share, you know, I think if the decision's already made, chances are that it's not going to change, but you still feel a desire to share your opinion, to perhaps make an impact in future decisions that are similar.
1: So I'm not sure I've ever actually figured this out <laughs> in a way that I'm totally comfortable with, but I think it's um, first examining your motives for why you'd wanna share that dissatisfaction. And if it's so that the organization may might learn something around the process of making decisions going forward, or if it's an opportunity to convey, here, here's why I'm not totally bought in. I'm certainly willing to work on uh, making it happen and, and getting on board. But I do think it's useful because I think it's developmental for the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it reminds me of, uh, you know, I'm one of four uh, kids and, and um, the other three children in my family were pretty easy. And, and I tell my parents that uh, some of the challenges I had were really developmental for them. So I, I do like to think <laughs> about raising dissatisfaction as being developmental for my manager, my mm-hmm. boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just for that reason, but they kinda gotta get a sense of the pulse. And just pretending that everything is good, I don't think is good for an organization. Sure.
0: Artificial harmony. Right.
1: We're going to go. Everybody's in line, but we're walking off a cliff together. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure any leader wants that. That's not a culture of commitment and performance. That's a culture of yes, people.
0: I think, you know, there's some things not to do in this situation, not to go in when uh, you're in the a negative state of mind or a highly charged state of mind, you know, calm down if it's, you know, you're really worked up,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely. Check your mood and, and know that you don't know everything about it and say, look, I may be off base with this, mm-hmm. but here's why that didn't set right with me. And here's a couple of thoughts I had on how how these types of uh, decisions could be made in the future. And I'm not even looking for you to respond. I just want you to be aware of it because I think it would be useful for us as an organization.
0: And I think it's important because there could have been again a. Bl- this is where blind spots come in again, where senior leadership may not have known a specific piece of information that you have. Absolutely. So you want it. So you want to share that.
1: Yeah, I think that the reason we want to mitigate missing conversations is because we want to have. The most reliable information available going forward to make any type of commitment.
0: So, how would we tie this whole topic up? How? What, let's net it out. The so what now what? I think one thing: um, if you don't use the um, don't use the belief that you can't approach your boss or senior leadership about something that you feel
1: passionate about. Absolutely. That should not
0: be a that should not be a reason. Don't use rank to not have a conversation.
1: I I think first and foremost, and if you're using that, find a peer, find a coach, find a mentor who can help you uh, through that barrier or roadblock. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, check your motive. And and give the feedback in a way of moving the organization forward in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about following the four step process, introduction, examples, impact and action. You know, have a have a method, have a methodology, have a process to, to, to share, and then be adaptable. Uh, you can't always go direct. You can't always go indirect, but be adaptable in your approach of providing this feedback.
0: This sounds good. And I think this is a a nice lead into our next episode, which is about acknowledging, you know, acknowledging not just when people do something for us, but acknowledging all around at all levels of the organization. So let's use that as our next episode.
1: Absolutely. So we'll see you next time on Get Emergent.